Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's just me talking about what's been going on in the week at the time this was recorded. And um, yeah, games, movies, TV, that kind of stuff. I will warn you, you might have seen that this was uh, a little bit longer than, than usual. Uh, it was a bit of a bumper one. Uh, it's been a busy week. There's um, mini golf. Do you like mini golf? I'm talking mini golf. Um, dogs, vets, doctors. It's all there. It's all there. There is entertainment stuff. A little bit light on the entertainment stuff this week. A little heavier on the stuff from the week. But if that's what you're here for, that's what you're here for. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop any reviews you might want to drop and share this podcast around. Give it to your mates. Um, Yeah, right. There we go. So let's get going. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hey, how you doing? You well? How's your week? How's your day? How's life? Doing good? Good. Oh, I've got to do all the moving now, moving around, move the cable. I've been putting off and putting off and putting off. It's not that I don't want to do it. I just, I get distracted. Internet in it. So, super jam packed week. Um, and with super jam packed weeks comes less of some things and more of other things. Um, so, we should get started. Um, about a week ago. It can't be a week ago. That's not right. I think it was uh, last Wednesday. Um, the dog's like, first thing in the morning, shaking his head. I was like, okay. Maybe it's just a morning thing. A bit later, he's shaking his head again. And I'm like, have you got fleas? What's the deal with the head shaking? So... I, uh, it, the whole process reminded me that it was, um, the day to give him his flea medication, which did. Again, flea medication. Like, maybe that'll sort the head shaking out. Maybe it is fleas. And so the day went on. Um, unfortunately, the head shaking didn't stop, and it became quite persistent, and, like, Going into the afternoon, it's like, what is going on here? I can't remember what came first, whether it was the Googling or, um, like, narrowing down what seemed to be the problem. Um, But ultimately, ended up looking in his ears. Like, oh, what's going on in this ear? Oh, nothing. What's going on in this ear? And before looking in... Uh, one of his ears, you could see that it was a different colour to uh, his other ear. One ear was white, one ear was pink. Right. Hmm. Okay. 
had a look in there, it's like, oh, something's going on in there. Uh, I think there was probably some Googling going on at that time. It was like, here's a list of things that could be going on with your dog's ear. Um, hematoma. Um, a bug. Um, ear infection. And a whole host of things. Um, on the internet, everything, every single thing was, no matter what, your dog needs to go and see the vet. Now, I am a man who does not want to take the dog to the vet. A, it's going to cost an absolute shitload of money. And B, I found out a little while ago that every single article on the internet that tells you to take your dog to the vet... Nine times out of ten is written by a vet, i.e., they are just perpetuating their own business. So I was like, uh, okay, I don't want to take him to the vet. Maybe it'll sort itself out. Then I started asking people, people who have dogs, or have had dogs, or currently, you know, have you ever had to deal with this situation? And every single person said the same thing. It could be, duh. It could be this, could be that, could be the other. Ultimately, you'll have to take him to the vet. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I was like, right. I cleaned his ear. I was like, if it's still bad in the morning... Uh, if it's worse, all that sort of stuff, then ultimately gonna have to burn the vet. Got up the next day, cleaned his ear. Was like it's it's not like it's any better. So unfortunately, it's a call to the vet. <sighs> so phone the vet. Hi. I'm wondering if it's possible to get my dog seen to. He's been shaking his head a lot when I've looked in his ear. His ear, he's got something going on with his ear. They're like, yep, sure, no problem. We can see him this afternoon. Three o'clock this afternoon. Boom. There you go. Job done. I was like, wow. Okay. <clears throat> um, can I take your name? I gave them my name. Can I take your address? I gave them my address. And they went, hmm. Uh, you're not registered. Mm, pretty sure I am. Thinking back to the uh, multiple different times I've taken the dog to the vet. Like, so he's like, is, um, what's your dog's name? Like, told her the name. It's like, hmm, is there any other name that it could be registered under? So I gave them Leanne's name. I was like, my, my, my partner is registered because, I know this for a fact, because, you know, the, the the cats are registered. Yeah, yeah, everything's registered under um, under your partner's name. Now, nine times out of ten, I'm more likely to agree with you in a situation that I don't agree with than disagree. It's a combination of wanting an easy life, I don't want to argue with people, so on and so forth. 
But every now and then there is that one time. And this was that one time. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting because my dog has had two sets of vaccinations with you, which I brought him to, I booked, and I paid for. Like, also, my dog had an operation with you, which I booked, brought him to, collected him from, and ultimately, let's not forget, gave you a massive amount of money for. Didn't seem to be any problems while you were taking my money. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, your partner's going to have to call us and authorise you to be on the account, otherwise we can't speak to you about your dog. Again, I went in with, I find this very, I find this situation very strange because you have spoken to me about my dog previously on multiple occasions. I have brought him in for various different things, which you've had no issue dealing with me with. And now, suddenly that's not the case. I registered the dog with you. How is this possible? All I got back was, yeah, we're tightening up on GDPR, so that's what's going to need to happen, otherwise I can't deal with you. And that was the end of it. Yeah, you weren't tightening up on GDPR when you were taking money out of my bank account, when I was paying you a lot of money for procedures on the dog that you now can't talk to me about. I was just like, what? exactly is going on right now there was no gdpr when i registered him there was no gdpr when i needed to sort his vaccinations you know the two times that you had me come in in the space of a week because you gave me the wrong information the first time and made me come back a week later no issues when he had to come in for his next year's vaccination no issue there. No issue booking him in for an operation. No issues there. And as I keep saying, no issue taking payment from me. You weren't doing your GDPR then, were you? Anywho. So I took the dog to the vet. Which, it's a real mixture. The dog loves going to the vet. To the vet. And it super stresses him out as well. So he just plays up. I think I told him to sit about 400 times while we were there. Uh, and as you would expect, going to the vet, I was in the waiting room longer than I was in with the vet. The vet took one look and said, Hmm, your dog has a yeast infection. She took a, a cotton bud, swabbed his ear and said, I'm going to go and look under a microscope to double check to make sure it is what it is. But your dog's got a yeast infection. Away she went, she came back. Your dog's got a yeast infection. Here's what you need to do. You need to clean his ears regularly. I was like, okay. That's that's a thing, I guess. That's fine. He loves having his face wiped. Job done. Um, also, you will need to give him some medication, which is a squeeze in the ear. Um, 
So give them a good squeeze in the air. Do it for a week. It'll clear up nicely. Okay, cool. I go out of the room. I go to the desk. They're like, oh, we're also going to give you some cleaning solution for when you clean his ears. It's like, cool, thank you. Anybody want to guess? Anybody want to take a wild stab in the dark? What, less than 10 minutes with a vet? Some ear drops and some ear solution cost. Yeah, it was £100. Now, I know for a fact that I'm in the wrong business. Let's not, mi- let's not mix our words here. The cleaning solution for the dog's ears is going to be saline. And for anybody that doesn't know, which I can't imagine there's many people out there that doesn't know, saline is salt water. You can make your own. You boil some water and stick some salt in it. £100. And yes, I know what you're thinking. Did they did they have any uh, GDPR issues while you were putting that £100 through? No, no they didn't. Uh, yeah. A jolly old time was had at the vet's. Um, so, I'm going to tell you what the expensive item was, I've decided, last week, and if you haven't heard it or listened to it or watched it or any of those things, last week, I was alluding to all these expensive items, um, so, uh, I'm going to tell you what the expensive item was, um, Anybody who's been listening for a little while, anybody who's been listening recently will know that I've um, been having some work done at the house. The idea is, is to create more space. Uh, there's more of us now. Um, so we need more space. It's the shortest version. Um, I always count myself quite lucky because I'm fortunate enough that I can have, um, for want of a better way of putting it, my space. No, not the website. Um, I have um, what was a games room, um, uh, not a cinema room, but like a a place to watch films, um, and what became a podcast studio. Uh, And it was cool, and it was groovy, and it was funky. And um, as anybody who watches the podcast might know, um, anybody who listens carefully will know uh, the podcast studio hasn't been used in a long time. Um, I had to basically come down from the podcast studio to do podcasts um, probably around the time of getting the dog. Made these changes to the house. One of the changes that's being made is that there was a space that was being used um, as a home gym. So it was time to make uh, some upgrades, turn it into an actual workout space. One of the items that was going to go into the workout space was a treadmill. It was an expensive item. Um, But ultimately, as part of, um, you know, the old old get get fit scheme, um, it was an item that was purchased 
for for the home gym. So there we go. I pulled I pulled the plaster off and told you what it was. The reason I'm telling you is long time ago in a galaxy far far away, and why by that I mean about three weeks ago. I watched a video, and I cannot stress how happy I am that I watched this video. Whilst trying to find like as many reviews and things as I could about um, about said treadmill, stumbled across a video where somebody's basically done a how to build, put together all of that, this treadmill. And it was super helpful, even watching it three weeks before getting the treadmill and having to build it. Because I just kept saying, oh, the guy in the video said, you can just do this, save yourself time and effort. Oh, the guy in the video showed where this bit, all this sort of stuff. Um, the treadmill that we got uh, was a slight, ever so slightly updated version. Uh, in actual fact, a couple less screws uh, and some different um, equipment, like building equipment, like a, an Allen key. Um, the Allen key that was that came with this one was different. Other than that, pretty much the same. So, I had last week talked about all the possible things that could go wrong with a very expensive item. Um, but, more recently, in recent times, I've been attempting to get through the building of something. The building of an item. Uh, without losing my shit, is the short version. <sighs> Still don't think I've managed it. And here's the thing. With the treadmill, I was doing so well. Now, admittedly, it was going together real nice. It was going together real sweet. It was looking good. It was going together like a nut. <sighs> I finished. I finished it. I finished it. I finished it. Apart from, there's these side panels. So basically, once you've done all the building and you've put it all together, you want to make it look nice by hiding all of the screws that you've just put in. So you've got these two side panels. Could I get the side panels to go on? Could I get the screws to line up? Could I get the screws to even go through the side panels to find the metal frame. No, ladies and gentlemen, no, I couldn't. Now, as Bill Burr once said, I think his wife commented that he, go, that he goes from naught to a hundred in anger. And his response to that was, firstly, I idle at 75. I very much felt the same, you know, I very much, that was, you know, it was very in tune with me because that's how I often operate. I don't go from not to 100. It's easier to go from 75 to 100. So it didn't take long before some of the most creative swear words came out. I found recently that I've become more creative with my swearing. Um... I'm really trying out some new stuff. Um, I don't want to repeat it here. Um, I do try and keep the swearing to a minimum because, you know, it's not for everybody. But um, this isn't for the faint of heart. Um, 
some things happened uh, I removed more of the box to be able to get a better um, I got a different uh, screwdriver and I had to move the treadmill it's one of those there was uh, a big reason of getting this particular treadmill was so that it was uh, <laughs> weird to say but quite portable uh, it's got wheels and it can move and it can fold and all this sort of, sort of stuff um, yeah the the moving bit of the treadmill all works on the principle that the wheels are engaged and the wheels are only engaged in a certain scenario being flat and being built is not that scenario so you're trying to move a massive and oh my freaking word heavy treadmill it was not fun however it did complete said treadmill after um basically i just condensed down the swearing into like the last 20 percent. that's not that bad is it um something else that's really annoyed me um for anybody that doesn't know i don't know whether you would or wouldn't um i'm asthmatic there have been multiple occasions especially on this podcast where you'll hear me having a a, a puff on the old inhaler um the majority of the time i'm quite on top of um getting new inhalers i like to have a couple like one in my pocket of the um trousers or shorts whatever i'm wearing day to day uh one on my bedside table um and i recently discovered i've got one in my gym bag <sighs> weird thing was that the two main inhalers had ended up syncing up which almost never happens i have been doing a bit of a rotation to um to use them a bit more um symmetrical is that the right way of putting that anyway i've been trying to use them a bit more uh, like oh, i'll use this one oh, i've been using this one a lot i'll switch to the other one kind of thing so what ultimately happened was i hit a point where i was like ah both of these inhalers have nearly run out so i went to order some more now i'm not entirely sure i've been informed that this isn't just me i'm not special but um to try and order prescriptions i have to do it through like an online there's like a website through a portal whatever it's called um and it's like your your prescriptions are monitored and you can't order more if you've had them recently or something um as it was, all of the uh, prescriptions that I needed were, were were I was able to order them. Problem being is the price of prescriptions is astronomical, um, and it's been a real kicker when I've been going to the chemist and it's like, oh, here's one inhaler. It's like, why is there one inhaler? I used to get four. So I put a little note. I said. Um, can i have two of each inhaler please um just working on the principle makes things easier the next day i get a text message from the doctor uh, please can you contact us to arrange an asthma review 
this happens frequently when you know you try and do anything asthma based I was like right okay I'll do that so I filled this form in they're like oh we'll get back to you within 24 hours I was like fine the whole time working on the principle that I've put in the request for a prescription so as time goes on uh, the the next thing that happens is uh, it was like a couple of days later I get a message now at this point in time I'm like should I not have been informed that my prescription's ready to collect I haven't heard anything on this um, get, a, get a message uh, you have an appointment it is a telephone appointment and thusly means you do not need to come into the surgery. Like, okay, that's fine. Your telephone appointment is two weeks away. Okay. Did you stop my prescription? Because if you did, and you've given me an appointment two weeks away, we're probably going to have a problem. So I was like, okay, the thing that keeps me alive, you've stopped me from getting, and then you've given me an appointment that's two weeks away. I'm going to have to phone the doctors and, and, and get that corrected, because that's probably not great. Yeah, it was bank holiday today, wasn't it? So I couldn't phone the doctors and get that sorted. Anybody want to guess? Anybody want to throw out what I might have been doing in all of this time? You are correct. Yes, I have been using all of my inhalers this entire time, making them... Almost empty. Gee whiz, I hope I don't, you know, run out anytime soon. P.S. Uh, I put in the repeat prescription request a week ago. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, you've only got a week to wait. No, it's two weeks from this point. I've still got two weeks to wait for that appointment. So, uh, can anyone guess what I'm doing in the morning? <sighs> so, I'm out walking the dog the other day. Um, I should rewind before I get into this. Um, being a dog owner, being a dog walker, um, you make you make dog people friends. Um... People that you bump into while you're out walking, people you talk to, people you let stroke your dog, people your dog makes friends with. It, it, the list goes on. The list is endless. Um, some of it's good, some of it not so good. Um, where I live, I live next to a park. Great for dog walking. I'm more of a I'm more of a dog walk kind of guy, but in a pinch, I'll take the dog round the park. 
However, I will avoid certain times of the day. Because that's when the dog walking mafia is there. Now, the dog walking mafia is made up of a collection of older people, elderly people, who all congregate in a particular area of the park and let their very small, very disobedient, very um, disruptive dogs run around causing havoc. Now then, I know what you're thinking. What do you mean? What kind of havoc are we talking here? I was once I was once attacked by one of these dogs whilst running. It came running out of the park. And I thought it was, oh, this is funny, oh, this is hilarious, this is great, until it started attacking me, biting me, whilst I'm running. And I had to stop and call over to the dog walking mafia and say, whose dog is this? And is somebody going to do something about the fact that this dog is attacking me? Oh, oh, all right, yeah. I mean, don't, you know, rush or anything. This is the kind of situation we're talking about. These dogs are an absolute nightmare. They're a menace. Now then, you can never blame the dog. You should always blame the owner. Um, One of the dog walking mafia is somebody that I do talk to when they're away from the rest of the mafia. Um, Other members of the dog walking mafia, I will avoid like the plague. Um... Dog owners that are in that camp of uh, the best solution is to just let the dog off the lead and let them sort it out. That's interesting because my dog's three times the size of yours. How do you reckon that's going to get resolved? No, 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 I'm not going to let it. Stop telling me to let the dog off the lead. Because I think we all know the way this is going to go. And then who's getting the blame? So... No, thank you. Um, a little while ago, uh, I was in in the vicinity of said park. Uh, the dog walker mafia was there, and I watched one of the dogs uh, happily stroll out of the park, unknown to anybody involved, and just wander down the road, and then. Wander into the road, wander across the road, just generally wandering around the area. So, there's that. Anyway, fast forward to uh, the other morning. I'm out, I'm walking the dog. Coming up to the park, and uh, everything that happened just played out in perfect synchronicity I saw the dog the dog started to exit the park and run across the road that's not the only thing I saw the other thing I saw was a large 4x4 you know with the with the truck bed and the big tires like a bill, like a builder would have, or a cowboy maybe, um, hurtling down the road, and 
All I could think was, if the driver of that vehicle hasn't seen that dog, we're about to see what happens when a dog gets hit at speed by a very large vehicle. So me, being the, the kind and caring and sensitive soul, just started going, no, 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 no. Now, I'm not sure how much I had involved in this, but the driver, the vehicle passed me and the driver's side window was open. So, presumably, the driver heard some guy in the street going, no, no, no. Um, and just in the nick of time, slammed all on and stopped, which can only be described as inches from making a dog explode. The dog continued to run across the road and, you know, just meet up with one of its mates, one of its dog friends who was coming down the road. Um, I think words were exchanged between the driver and either the new dog owner or, you know, the people in the park, and then the vehicle went. And then the dog just crossed back across the road to be smacked by its owner. And I was like, what just happened? Now, I am a man who has seen a dog get hit by a car. It was horrific to watch. I saw a dog that was running around in circles next to a road and then overcorrected one of these circles and ran out into the road at literally the same moment that a car was coming and that car hit that dog. That dog went under the wheels, under the front wheel of the car, got lodged and dragged along whilst the car is putting all power into braking the owner of the dog tried to then free the dog from the car where it was lodged under and eventually they managed to get the dog out and the dog ran away and one of those things that I'm sure people are aware of there's a thing about animals run off to die um so it was very much a situation that I think we kind of could gather where the dog was going. It was a horrific thing to watch. It, it stays where I can still see every single moment of that experience. It's haunting. And the other day I nearly saw it again. So that was, uh, that was loads of fun. Anyway, let's talk about some lighter stuff. Somewhat lighter stuff. Um, I got super excited the other day because I got the opportunity to listen to not one, but two new albums in the same day. It was so exciting. Being the old man that I am, and being firmly trapped in the 90s, um, and 2000s or the 70s um, spoilers 
not a lot of new music in my life. So when, when new music comes along, it's like, oh, bring it to me, baby. Come on, bring me that sweet, sweet new music. Uh, hook it up to my veins. Um, I was very excited. Two, not one, but two new albums. One was a was a new new album, and the other was a covers album. Um, so I, I got Machine Head's new album. Uh, and I got Soil's new album. Soil have done a cover album. Um, don't want to be that guy, but um, the last two albums Soil's put out are not like they're not like it's not original music. It's not new music. It's like oh here's um, here's a demo from a from a song that we're famous for. Or here's a cover we've done um, from following the band. Um, I'm aware that the lead singer lives in England and the rest of the band lives in America. I imagine that makes things pretty difficult. Um, but they are a band, like I say, that I follow and I enjoy the music of. So I was looking forward to hearing their take on sort of these classic songs. There we go. Machine Head, on the other hand, now, Machine Head, I've been listening to for donkey's years, like, literally, probably, um, yeah, 30 years, let me just do the maths again, 30 years, yeah, 30 years, that's, that's, that's cool, uh, man, I'm old, um, in that 30 years, Machine Head have had um, some absolutely phenomenal albums. Uh, some super commercial albums. And... I mean, it's one of those things. I personally believe that Machine Head's better work came later in life. Um, there was two albums back-to-back that were absolutely phenomenal. However, in recent times, um, Machine Head had a horrific miss. Uh, there was an album, I don't know if it was maybe their last album, but ooh, it was it was a doozy. So I was a little apprehensive. Um, put it on as soon as I got it downloaded. Put it on, and I was like, "Here we go. Let's let's, let's see what we've got here." And I was like, "Is it going to be any good? Is it is it going to be okay? Ooh, what's going to be like?" Um, now then, what I will say, and I will caveat this here and now, I've only listened to this album twice from start to finish. I only got it the other day. I've been very busy with uh, children-related stuff and building work-related stuff. Um, I, I had a horrific experience trying to play in a door. Let's put it, let's just leave it leave it there. Um, so I've only had the opportunity to le- listen to this album from start to finish twice. The first, I put the first track on, and it was one of those I was looking at. I was like, this track's like seven minutes, which is either a good or a bad thing. You've either got seven minutes of absolute joy or seven minutes of please, please make it stop. Um, and it was a super slow start. Now, from my experience machine, I would have this kind of, you know, it, sometimes if it's a super slow start, it comes in so hard and heavy and fast that it's like, whew. 
that that super slow start was certainly worth it. However, this one was just it was just kind of going on and on and on, and I was like, is this like an intro or something? However, again, however, um, after that it kicked in and it, uh, it attempted to rattle the teeth out of my head. Um, touch wood, and again, I've only listened to it a couple of times, but whoa mama, this is an album and a half. To the point that uh, Machina are actually touring the UK next month, and I've been toying with the idea of whether to go. It's this whole aspect that I have of the... Um, a lot of the bands that I'm into, and a lot of the people that I used to go um, and and watch music and enjoy music with, uh, I I just those people aren't available. Um, so I had to commit to if I want to go and see these things, I have to go on my own. Um, biggest issue I've been having recently is the fact that these these charges. I think I spoke about it a little while ago. Charges on tickets. Oh, are you going to print the ticket out yourself at home? Yeah, yeah, I am. Cool. Uh, give us a fiver for that. I'm doing all the work, and it's costing me money. Why am I giving you five pounds? Yeah, just because. Bonkers. Uh, so when these ticket starts at like just under 30 quid and ends at the best part of 40, it's very hard to make the purchase. Um, however, listening to the new album, I am a little bit more in the camp of, screw it, just get that ticket. Um... We shall see. Um, at this point in time, I will remind you that at the start of this podcast, I did say it was going to be a bit of a, a bit of a hefty one uh, because I'm looking at what I've got left to talk about, and uh, there's still there's still still a little bit to go. Um, so had a had a children based couple of days. Um, like hey we'd, we'd planned to do some stuff um but it required certain things happening and those things didn't happen so i was very honest and i was like look i'd kind of worked on the principle that we were going to be doing these things so i didn't really need to plan anything and that's not happened and uh, i haven't planned anything so what do you want to do so i gave him a list of stuff all these like there was like a fairy trail or a scarecrow trail and all this like that one of the options I threw out was, oh, by the way, Comic-Con's on. You've never seen anything like it. Like, immediately it was like, oh my god, if we go to Comic-Con, we can dress up. Um, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really think of it that way. Oh my god, I'm going to wear this costume. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, can I wear this costume? No, it's too warm for that. Can I wear this costume? No, it's too warm for that. Can I wear this one? No. It's too warm for that. Oh, what about this? Yeah, that's fine. So all of a sudden, there was just this like this flurry of oh my god, we're going to Comic Con. As I I didn't necessarily expect this to be the the situation, but okay, let's go to Comic Con. So everybody got dressed, changed, whatever. Jumped in the car, drove to the place, got out of the car, got to the building. And all the way down the outside of the building, there are signs that said uh, how much it was to get in. And it was cash only. Are you like me? Did you give up carrying cash 
after that pesky pandemic. Do you know something? I stopped carrying a wallet. I literally don't carry a wallet anymore. So I'm like, are they taking the piss? Cash only. Nobody uses cash anymore. I'm surprised cash even exists anymore. I imagine people look at it like, what is this? How is this still in existence? So I'm like, maybe the signs are not right. (laughs) So we get all the way to the front desk. And I'm like, are these signs right? Are you cash only? Yep. Cool. Now then, it was on till four o'clock. We had arrived at two o'clock. Now then, I know what you're thinking. Why the hell would you go to Comic-Con at two hours before the end? Funny you should ask. Number one, lunch. Number two, that's how long things take. So, I'm like, we're going to have to go back home. We're going to have to get the the bank card, go to a cash machine, get cash, and come all the way back. And part of me, I'm not going to lie, because I told them this, because there is, this is actually part of the story. I told them this. What I told them was, there was a part of me that wanted to say, it's just not worth it it's just too much money to spend in like petrol diesel whatever the time it's going to take the there the back the getting the money out all of it it's just too much let's not bother but instead what i said was do you want to still go yes yes absolutely yes it's like right go and get in the car then we jumped in the car we drove back home I grabbed my wallet, I drove to a cash machine, I took out the money to get in. I drove from the cash machine back to the car park, got out of the car, I was walking through the car park, and here's the thing, this is what I think happened. I think that Karma said, hey, you could have not done this. You could have easily just gone, it's just not worth it, let's go and do something else. But you didn't. And because you didn't, I'm going to give you a little treat. So we're walking along, and we saw a Harley Quinn. She had an inflatable hammer, she was walking along. She said, hi, I said, hi. And then she said, have you got tickets? Like, huh? She's like, are you going in? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're going in. Have you got tickets? No. I was like, we've already been once, and it turned out it was cash only, so we had to go away and come back. She was like, I've got a ticket, an adult ticket if you want. I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing, thank you. I was like, do you want some money? She was like, no, 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 I'd rather it went to use than went to than, than wasted. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing, thank you. So we said thank you, we said, thanks very much, very nice. I was like, oh, my God, that's great. We walked away, I was like, wow. Got to the desk. Hi. Hello. Firstly, the woman at the desk didn't even see one of the children. 
So it was like, oh, is it just uh, you and two children? I was like, I have a ticket. She was like, right, well, you're covered. So just children. I was like, there's actually three children here. She was like, oh, couldn't even see that one. I was like, yeah, I do that all the time. Um, so she asked for ages. And I was like, mm, I'm sure there was something about ages. Like over certain age or under certain age. I was like, do you know what? Screw it. So I gave the woman their ages. I was like, this one's this old, this one's this old, this one's this old. She was like, uh, give us a tenner and you can go in. I was like, okay. I gave her £10 and in we went. Now then, here's where things get interesting. Because it should have cost us £25 to get in. We went in, we wandered around, we looked at stuff. So we looked at all the stalls, saw people in some amazing costumes. Um, and as is the way with these things, each of the children started to find something that they wanted to get, that they needed, that they must have, um, ultimately that they wanted. And they know that their dad's a sucker, and they know that in a situation like that, where we've gone to a place and we've gone out of our way, <sighs> daddy's getting his wallet out, isn't he? So... Um, my eldest found something for £6 middle daughter found something for £5 and my youngest found something for £5 um, I bought my son a couple of things and that was that basically uh, my youngest daughter was done she just wanted to go home the, the, other, the other two uh, daughters were like I, th- I feel like we've done this. We've been round twice. Uh, we're kind of done there. I was looking at the towers like, it was nearly, it's nearly finished. So, you know, we can go if you want. And we did. So I got into a conversation with my eldest. And I was like, look at it this way. We made money. She was like, how would you work that out? I was like, so, it should have cost us £25 to get in. But in actual fact, it cost us £10. So, we saved £15. In the time that we were in there, we spent X amount of money, you know, six, you know, 16 pounds. So, in a sense, it was like we made money. Obviously, we didn't make money because we had to spend money. But, it should have cost us money, and it didn't cost us money. And ultimately, everyone's a winner. So that was Comic-Con. Another Comic-Con. We've done a few of them now. Starting to become a thing. Um, something, Something not great happened today. And I'm going to tell you about it. Because that's how things operate. Last week, I was absolutely Balls to the wall. I mean, flat out. In an exercise perspective, I was saying I spend about 40% of my time in workout gear. I'm wearing workout gear right now because after this, I'm going to go and do a form of, uh, you know, some kind of workout. Um, I get up, I run. So I'm in workout gear. I walk the dog. I'm in workout gear. 
Eventually, I go to the gym. I'm in workout gear. I've been doing, like, as, as I was talking about before, I've been doing exercise stuff at home. I'm in workout gear. By the time we got to Friday, I was obliterated. I felt like I'd had a kick in. I was just leaving it all on the gym floor kind of thing. I was running. I was, I was doing it all. Um, I was eating. I was eating right. All of this. So, as you guys know, Monday is weigh-in day. I'm like, secretly, I'm like, three pounds. That's what we're looking for. Three pounds. If I get two, great. It will be a bit weird because you know I can I can pretty much consistently do two, but three pounds would be amazing, and I can officially say that I weigh the the least that I've weighed all year. Big up your bad self, all of that. I stepped on the scales. I looked at what it told me. I got off the scales. I turned the scales off. I moved the scales on the floor about an inch and I got back on the scales and I weighed myself again. And I put on a pound. And for any of you long time listeners, you'll know that this isn't the first time this has happened. And exactly the same thing happened that happened last time. My world crumbled. I was just like, what the fuck? What has actually gone on here? What has happened? How is this? In fact, no, not how has this happened. This is impossible. There is no way this can have happened. It's not possible. I was flat out last week. I was crushing it I was destroying it I destroyed myself it is physically impossible for me to have put on weight it can't have happened but I weighed myself twice I got exactly the same weight both times I had officially put on it's not quite a full pound, but as far as I'm concerned, it is. And I was destroyed. And if I'm honest, and if I'm brutally honest, which I do try to be, it broke me. And I have I've gone a little bit a little bit off the rails today. Um, I, I I have eaten something that I wouldn't normally eat, and like I mean, like way over in the bad side. Um, and I've been a little bit lax with um, with a couple of other things. However, on a different note, I didn't have any breakfast or any lunch, technically. Um, it is soul-destroying. It is crushing. It is crippling. It is the absolute worst to put that much time effort energy just absolutely everything into it 
to come away with nothing. Less than nothing. Gained a pound. And then it starts. It's like, I'm just going to give it all up. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop running. I'm going to stop running. I hate it. I'm going to stop. And then next, I'm not going to go to the gym. There was an option for me to not go to the gym today. Now, admittedly, I did go. But it's awful. Honestly, it's awful. Anyway, like I was saying, I had a, a child-related uh, couple of days. Um, my youngest daughter had a party to go to, so I had to find something for my older two girls to do. Um, we thought we'd give uh, the... There's a place... Um, one of those things, as I've said before, I try not to badmouth companies, uh, businesses that I've had bad experiences with because I don't feel that's fair. I just leave out names and descriptions. Um, we went to play mini golf today. In York, there are a couple, two or three options. We, um, we go to a particular mini golf place. Uh, we've been a few times and we enjoy it. But, last thing you want is to get bored. So uh, we thought we'd try somewhere else. Went to a different place. Um, oh, it was... Oh, it was an experience, that's for sure. The place is designed with one purpose and one purpose only. It is designed to take money out of your pocket. Money out of your bank account. That's its only purpose. And, you know, it, it's themed and it's very much a, oh, look at this. Um, it, it was an awful experience. So, we go, and it's mini-golf, and I do the. we go to the first hole, and it took us a while to work out what you actually had to do. And once I worked out, I was like, there is no way these children are going to be able to do this. Why have you done this? And if, if you're going to do this, have an age range, and that age range is adults. Because even adults are going to struggle to do this. This is insanity. We don't end up having to walk off the hole because let's you know let, let, let's not mix our words here. They let a load of people in behind us who were then just stood waiting, staring at us like we're incompetent. Went to the next hole and I'm like, "Are you taking the piss? This is what you're giving me. You're giving me a loop de loop." Then we had to go onto a different floor, and I'm like, what is this place? There was a point in time where I'd like put my hand on a wall, and I thought it was going to fall apart, and I was like, has this place been made with like chewing gum and hope? It was insanely difficult. The number of times we hold out on the holes because they just they were impossible. Some of them were just like you cannot be serious. 
Um, it was just absolute insanity. I can't believe it was a thing. I was like, the f- oh, oh, uh, the the production quality was not uh, not the highest either. Um, so we're going around, and I'm just like, this is awful. This is awful. This is awful. And we're waiting, and we're waiting, and then there's people behind us, and they're waiting. And we finished, we went downstairs and we got stuff for finishing and all this sort of stuff. Um, And I'm just like, that is hands down one of the worst experiences and I'm just, I'm like, I'm going to absolutely rip this place to shreds when I do a podcast this evening. I'm even considering like, like contacting them and being like, your place is a joke. We walk out. We walk up the road. <laughs> Both of my older two daughters go, I really enjoyed that. That place was great. I really enjoyed going there. Thanks for taking us. That was really good. I really enjoyed it. And I went, okay, that's all that matters. If you guys enjoyed it, that's all that matters. And I never said a word. I never said anything about my opinion of the place or anything. All that mattered at the end of all of that, they loved it. <laughs> They were like, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Like, then that's all that matters. Ah, oh, dear. You, some of you might be pleased to hear that that, that is the week. So, um, just a couple of bits. I've watched... I have watched some films, very child-orientated stuff. Um, finally pulled the trigger and bought Bad Guys. But since I've reviewed that film twice for you guys so far, probably not going to review it again. It's great, by the way. Um, TV-wise, I've um, just been like watching like bits and pieces here and there. Something that um, I started the other day is a TV show called Driving Hard, The Maloof Way. I love car shows. Uh, I used to be a big fan of like Fast and Loud. Um, like things like you know, Pimp My Ride, uh, West Coast Customs, um, the Orange County Choppers one, whatever that was called, the American Chopper or something. Um, anything like that, anything where they take a vehicle and they change it. Recently, I've reviewed um, the. Gotham Garage one which is called something Rust to Riches is it and one that I that one that I did enjoy was the uh, Rust Valley Restorations that was very good this is a little bit more in the sense of um more like your high-end cars your muscle cars your street cars Mixed with stunt driving, this there's this family and they they are stunt drivers. Um. Now then, the one thing I hate about these shows is when they make them more like reality TV shows. And now, any time you'll have heard me review one of these, I will always complain about the aspects that reek of reality TV. 
This one was absolutely dripping in the reality TV model. So much so that it was pretty much unwatchable. Um, I watched the first episode. The first episode did the the very clever thing of going, "Oh, you're gonna have to find. You're gonna have to watch the second episode to find out what happened." I was like, "All right, let's do that then." So I watched the second episode, and the second episode did the exact same thing. Oh, you'll have to watch the next episode to find out what happened. And I went, "I'm good, thanks." Kind of intended to go back to it. I, I did. I did. I was going to put put aside the whole dislike for reality TV. But I haven't done yet. Mostly because I found something else to watch. Um, Netflix have done a Tekken anime. Um, which initially I wasn't really over that overly bothered by. Um, long time ago. I was I was quite into Tekken, so much so that the first tattoo I ever got was a Tekken tattoo. Uh, anybody that knows Tekken can almost immediately guess what that tattoo was. Um, there was a point in my life where Tekken was a big part of my life. Tekken bowling just ruled. Um, we used to have like house parties. Just to play Tekken Bowling. That's how big that was. Um, kind of past that point. It's kind of gone off the boil as a game. Um, so when it's like. Hey we've done this anime. Of a game that probably hasn't been relevant. For 20 years. It was like. Ah. Oh, cool. However Netflix do a very good job. Of showing you a lot of clips. A lot of mini trailers. A lot of bits here and there. For the same thing. You know, if Tekken, cartoon, anime, whatever you want to call it, is on the main banner of Netflix, and you put Netflix on two or three times over a couple of days, you're probably going to see a different clip or a different trailer. And the first one I saw, I was like, eh, it's Tekken. second one I saw, I was like, it's Tekken, but kind of looks okay for, a, for an anime, cartoon, whatever. The third clip I saw, I was like, I might have to give this a go. It it looks all right. So that's what I did. Or it's the first two episodes. And it's very much okay. It looks all right. It, it's fine. Um, I realized recently that I've not really been in the anime market, in the anime world that much um, over the last few years. Um, I do feel that there was a, a almost cl quite clear point where, in a lot of ways, anime died. Um, I know that there are people out there that will uh, categorically disagree with me. Um, but I, I, you know, my my answer to that would be: When was the last great anime? And why was it Full Metal Alchemist? Um, I imagine I will go back and watch more episodes of that. Certainly I'm going to go back and watch the Tekken uh, cartoon slash anime over the, the, the other one I mentioned. Um, computer game perspective. Um, 
I played and finished Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. Um, got a bit dicey towards the end. Uh, it got really hard. There was this massive difficulty curve right towards the back end, which uh, I wasn't a huge fan of. So there was that aspect. Um, the game was the game is really really glitchy. If a game's been out for for a really long time, in my opinion, it should be as smooth as silk. There should be zero or almost zero glitches in it because it should have been polished to the nth degree. Um, this game is super glitchy, like. Failing missions glitchy kind of level. Uh, another issue that I was having, especially towards the back end, was it, the way the checkpoint systems work with these sniper games. It'll only ever auto save if you're like not in combat and you're in a, a safe area and all that sort of stuff. Which in a game like that is 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 sometimes quite rare. So if there are points where you die, it sends you back quite a way. So when you've cleared an entire base, barring the one guy that comes around the corner and shoots you and kills you, yep, you're going back to the start of that entire base and everybody's still back alive. It's that kind of thing. If that happens to you three or four times in one evening, you are very much in the, I don't want to play this anymore camp. Weird thing was, I finished the game and it seemed super abrupt. Like, it was literally, here's a bit of story, and the game was over. Like, what just happened? The weirdest thing was, there was shed loads left to collect in the game. Loads of weapons to unlock, upgrades, all sorts. I'm like, what's happening? Turned out when I finished the game, it unlocked all of the side missions, which I've potentially missed um and through playing the side missions it has been unlocking all of the stuff that's still locked in the game um i have been playing side missions i've been doing it it is still the game i am playing i'm actively playing um honestly it is starting to grate on me a little the things i've mentioned there um are the problems and have been throughout. They're just a bigger problem now because I've been dealing with it for so long. Um, I will strive to finish, finish it. And honestly, I don't know what I'm going to play next. It's, it's a worry in, in a lot of ways. Um, but we'll see, uh, you know. The last few games I've played have very much kind of dropped in my lap and been exactly what I was looking for. So, you know, fingers crossed that can happen again soon. There we go. That's it. That is the podcast for this week. Uh, a little bit meatier than some, but, you know, it's been a busy old time. Um, right. I'll catch you next time. So there you go, what you that. Like I said at the start, a bit of a bumper one, but uh, it was a busy week. So, you know, uh, I, like to, I like to tell you what I've been up to. Does, does, does anybody care? Anyway, big thank you for listening along. Big thank you for watching along. Big thank you for getting the podcast. If you do want to share the podcast around, you can like, share, subscribe, and comment. 
You can drop reviews of the podcasts you've listened to. would help us massively. And if you want to check out our website, it's thecookiecast.com. We've got social media links and an email button. You can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.